0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app.
1: Napa Know How. ProWrestlingSheet.com
0: Welcome everybody to this week's Collider Body Slam Raw Recap Show. Do not adjust your sets. We are coming from Studio B. We had a nice, little. it was like a dream, it was like a fantasy. It was like the fly when he dreamt he was a human being and then he became a fly again. Uh, In that movie, we were in the Collider Live studios last week, which is really great. But unfortunately, there's a lot of technical issues going on. So we are back in Studio B for this week. Hopefully they figure that all out over there. Uh, for Collider Live, you can hear my co-host Ryan Satin over here not happy with the change. Doesn't like how he looks in the game. Doesn't like the orange curtain. Uh, well, the, the we're going to make it work.
2: It's orange behind us for those of you watching on YouTube. I don't know if you can see over here because you can only see it in the when there's three of us, I think. But there's like a giant stain and everyone yeah. keeps co- commenting on the stain. <laughs> and just really? in, yeah, and just in general, I'm not a fan of orange. Like, I don't think orange is the most appealing color right. unless you're on like a Nickelodeon show in the 90s. So, <laughs> um, Because we're not, uh, this is not Nickelodeon Choice Awards, I do Prefer, uh, you do prefer st- the studio that's the podcast room. Yeah. But, uh, alas, we are here. We're going to talk about Raw. Yeah, we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. Yeah.
0: If they can do shows in Wichita we can make it work. That's what I'm saying. No, <laughs> no offense. No offense. Uh, anyway, I am John Roca. so let's get this thing going. Uh, Ryan, the Ross started out c- c- coming up all the big news from last week. We were wondering what was going to happen to the Strowman. Uh, Roman Reigns, the Shield. You talk about the families, possibilities there. Well, uh, started off with uh, Roman Reigns coming down. You know, uh, it's time to respect the Roman Empire. Talking about who's a He's a champ who fights anybody who wants to fight. Calls out Strowman. Strowman comes out. They have a back and forth. He challenges him to Hell in the Cell, essentially cashing it in like he was going to cash it in face to face, man to man uh, at the previ- at SummerSlam. He's cashing now officially for uh, a Hell in a Cell. They're going to fight for the title. And then just that happens, out of nowhere, Ziggler pops up. What is this all about? Him and McIntyre come out. I was a little surprised by that. There's a fun back and forth. They challenge him to a tag match, and that gets set up for later on in the evening. Did you like this whole opening? I didn't really enjoy okay.
2: this. I mean, I like that Braun is not doing the the cash in the, the the cash in that we're accustomed to the, run, the surprise the running, cash in yeah. i like that he is being very open about the fact that he's going to cash in uh, at yeah. a certain date and time or he tells people beforehand even though he has been unlucky while doing that in the past yeah. um I, I i like that he's doing that i like the idea of braun versus roman at hell in a cell i do fear that uh you know putting them together so soon right now yeah. will Halt the momentum a little bit of Braun Strowman, right? Um, and we're gonna have a longer discussion about Braun Strowman <laughs> about the end of this epi- at the end of this episode. Yeah. Obviously, when we get to the main event and stuff, uh, I'm interested to hear your your yeah. take on all of this. Yeah. Uh, I, but but beyond that, but just this segment for now. Uh, I like I like what Braun Strowman is doing. Yeah, I, and you know what? I'm sorry, but I I, I don't care what anyone says about Ziggler. Ziggler and McIntyre have become a main event fixture that I like. Yep. I like having them there. You know, I I believe it was last week we talked about this, and we're going to talk about it again in a second. Yep. But I've been really unhappy with uh, with the constable who is no yeah. longer the constable. Apparently, he's the yeah. acting general manager. Right. But I've been very unhappy with the you know the, the the formula being Constable Corbin in the first match the past couple weeks lately. Right. Uh, what I have not been Unhappy with is McIntyre and Ziggler getting these main event level pushes. Um, McIntyre, each week, he continues to look like a main eventer. And honestly, we've said it in the past, but man, this was another time where I watched it just going like, dude, this guy. Mm -hmm. God, the difference between him now and then before he got released is so crazy while watching it. I mean, he truly is...
0: The chosen one that
2: he was supposed to be way back when.
0: Well, it happens, right? We see this happen with wrestlers sometimes. They go away for a little while or they go, they tumble back down into the indies. They have to fight and score. Uh, scratch and claw their way back and there's something about that journey that changes them as human beings that's the thing you forget you forget that once these guys and these ladies get there it doesn't necessarily mean they have the tools to stay there and then sometimes they have to go back lose what they had get hungry for it again so they can appreciate it and when they come back they're a completely different person happens to all of us in life we mature we grow we go through experiences life experiences outside the ring and all of a sudden you have a different approach yes it's talked about ahead of time everything is scripted whatever but it's still your job. And when you can be better at your job sometimes, when you lose something you really want, and you realize how much it was a value to your life, and then you find your way back to it. Andre Agassi, to make a, a, a quick uh, a tangent to tennis, Andre Agassi, at the beginning, everything was laid out for him. He was great. He, he didn't have to pay that much attention. He was so naturally talented. He had stuff he had to figure out. Once he went away for a little while, lost, got out, got out of the rankings, he climbed his way back up, and he learned to appreciate the game more. I think that's what happens here sometimes. And McIntyre, he, he's done a great job with his second opportunity. Had in, didn't Tiger Woods have to do something yeah, similar as course. well in golf? He's one of the greats, works. you yeah, know? exactly. So it uh, just
2: happens. But it's also, you know, the, uh, to, to further that point, yeah. I think the opposite happens a lot to that a lot of times where they leave yeah. and they go, you know what? That really wasn't as important to me as I thought. Yeah. Or WWE isn't necessarily as important to me, but right. wrestling is. Case in point, Cody Rhodes, yeah, I'm who, a indie who place. is like, look it, I want to change the indies now. Like, right. I want to make the indies a more healthy place for everyone. And you know, I'm leaving in a few days to All In. I mean, they really have done that. I mean, right. All In is going to be the biggest, you know, indie show, quote unquote, that's ever happened, really. Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm. It's interesting to see how that changes people. And I think yeah. you know, Drew McIntyre is a perfect example of that I remember listening to his podcast interview. I want to say it was on The Art of Wrestling after he got released. Mm-hmm. And he was really passionate about, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change my character. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And he really has followed that. I mean, he had that time in TNA or yep. Impact um, where he was doing it as well. But, I mean, everything he has done has really formed him to become this this full package. Yeah, that I mean, like, honestly, he... He is starting to uh, get on the heels of Braun yeah. as the future of the guy. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he's getting there. I mean, I, I really, really enjoyed Drew McIntyre. I'm glad that he's been beginning such a main event push.
0: Yeah, and it's fascinating to see how oh, we had the Maharaja getting his push out of 3MB. Now we're getting McIntyre getting his push. Who's left? Who's the third guy? <laughs> is he you, get want, you want that serious push for Heath Slater? I need to feed my kids. I have kids. I mean, he he, he had
2: his brief moment <laughs> in the sun for he a really minute, and then, they, and then they just went nowhere with no, it.
0: They shackled him to rhino. You're not gonna do much when you shackle to rhino. But even, unfortunately. even when he right first now. got shackled to rhino, yeah. they
2: had like the the crackers thing they were doing, oh, yeah. it, and the kids in the pool, and they quickly got away from it. Yeah. I would like to see uh, I would like to see another shot for Heath Slater, although. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it would start to feel very similar to uh, the B-team. Right. Which I'm, I, I have some things I want to talk about when it comes yeah, to that, so we'll I'll save it. it for we'll that. Okay.
0: Finn Balor taking on Corbin. Corbin came out, did send up, set up that tag team match uh, between uh, Ziggler and McIntyre versus Reigns and Strowman. Balor comes out uh, challenged by Corbin, says he only wants to fight the man. Then Ke- Balor uh, beats him by disqualification. Corbin gets back on the mic and says, no, this is now a no DQ because I'm the GM, hits him with the chair. Really cheap-ass victory. Longer match than... Way longer match than it should have been. Extremely boring. I was upset about the whole situation. Yeah, he's supposed to be a heel, yeah. But there's a way to do a heel that's interesting and fun and fascinating. And there's a way to do a heel that's like, all right, fine, whatever. You just you just believe in this guy and you're trying to <laughs> shove it down the throat even more. I don't mind him taking over as a GM, but I want him to be a, a snivelling GM. I don't want him to be like this guy who changes the rules because he doesn't have that personality that I give a crap about if he's doing that kind of stuff.
2: Not even just changing the rules, but just like he's like a straight villain where he's
0: like yeah. making his own rules. And
2: I can I just I hate it. Everything about this, yeah. I hated everything I about this segment. Uh, and why is Balor I, being used as fodder for this? Why? That's ridiculous. Why? Yeah. Like you, honestly, I, I, you know, you saw last week that I believe it was last week, yeah, where he is has proven himself that he should be a main event yes. player, you know, and just like I don't know, man. Look, I'm okay with with you know things being done to get heat and whatever, sure, you know. Of course. But this feud has been (laughs) fucking beaten to death. This feud is done. It's over. It is over. It is done. (laughs) Nobody wants to see one more match between the Demon, Finn Balor, whoever, and Baron Corbin. I like both wrestlers. Sure. I'm into both wrestlers. I like GM Corbin, but I do not want to see them wrestle each other for at least another six months. They have done it enough, and please, for
0: God's sake, for God's sake, get Baron Corbin out of the first match slot. It's, 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 it, it's ridiculous. All I can tell you is when Ryan Satin cusses this early in the in the episode, he means what he says. He means <laughs> what he effing says. And there it is. There it is. Real honest point. By the way, I want to say one last thing. I'm wearing a DX shirt. One oh, of my favorite like DX it. shirts. I I love this DX Oh, that's shirt. a good one? Yeah, it's one of my favorite ones I ever. I like it. I have a weird feeling with McIntyre and Ziggler that they're a little DX-esque. I get that you, vibe. You could, McIntyre is the Triple H, Ziggler being the jumping around, Shawn Michaels kind of vibe. I, it's maybe a little bit of that blueprint. that they're, they're going to be DX, but you see the uh, blueprint there yeah, a little bit. Totally. Totally right. I, yeah, yeah, I, I can see. I get the vibe. Yeah, yeah. I get the vibe. All right, moving on. Sasha Banks taking on Dana Brooke, this was weird. Like, you know. Are they trying to break up uh, Titus Worldwide? It seems like they're going down that path. Apollo Crews being the sensible one. By the way, the more time they give Apollo Crews, the more I enjoy Apollo Crews. So it's very frustrating that he's not getting a bigger portion, or more main event, or even fighting for the IC Championship in some way. Like, just I- around in that area, I want to see more of Apollo Crews. Titus does what he does. He's a great humanitarian, does great stuff for the WWE outside of the ring. That's awesome. Dana does her thing, but Dana's also the forgotten lady, always in the evolution type of stuff you forget how much she did in NXT by this point because she's been kind of... She's been relegated to a side player. Yeah, She's the manager, basically, at this point. They used her to just drum up Sasha, and it was a a decent match, but, you know, we knew what was going to happen. While watching this, I thought to myself, well,
2: after the match, I was wondering, you know, while watching this match, I was thinking to myself, the more interesting outcome here would be turning Titus heel in this breakup. Yeah. Like, I don't... No, I don't know if I think that Apollo can necessarily pull off, like, an angry heel or be right. taken seriously no. as a heel at this point. Um, and he's, a, he's got such a good smile. He like He's such a good, happy baby face that yeah. I don't know if I really want to see him turn heel. Um, and I know they're kind of planting the seeds for something with Titus Worldwide. Yeah. If they do split, I'm hoping that it's a Titus turn, but at the same time... Titus is such a good humanitarian yeah. outside of the ring. It's weird that I don't know if anyone will believe him yeah. being a bad guy at this point because they talk so much about it, and we, we all have social media. Yeah. The whole wrestling fans all have social media. There's no wrestling fan that maybe one percent of wrestling fans that don't know that <laughs> Titus O'Neil is a great person in real life. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and so um yeah, I really wonder what they're planning there because I don't. I don't know if that would be a strong heel team, Apollo yeah. Cruz and, and Dana Brooke. Like, I feel like they
0: would be just as lost, yeah. the two of them, as they are with Titus O'Neil right now. No, it seems like Titus is going to make, because he's the one that got almost disgusted that Dana lost. And, you know, and uh, was him and Apollo were having a difference of opinion, and Titus seemed to not even want to listen to what Apollo had to say. So it seems pretty clear they're turning Titus, or they're pulling him away from Titus Worldwide, and maybe— this is how Apollo gets his push with Dana as the valet and also wrestler outside the ring, a la Siena Almas and, and Zelina. Would you buy a serious singles push for Titus O'Neil? No. No? Not even a little bit. Really? No. I, I think Titus has all the looks of a great wrestler. I don't think Titus has the charm, personality, or the fan buzz that you need to have to make it because they tried to push him singles and tag number of times because I will he say doesn't catch on because I will say in tags he's yeah.
2: great at the hot tag like he really is good at like that hot tag and just running in with a fury and right. and, and, and cleaning house sure he's great at that I, right. I, I, but I feel you know I really like Tyson O'Neill as well and I wonder I like if, him as a person yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah of course yeah you know I wonder I, you know, I I I kind of feel the same
0: way like I don't know. I mean, he's, he's been there a long yeah, time. Some guys have the tools. They just and, and ladies, some guys, some guys and ladies have the tools. They just don't always get over with the fans. I think people like Titus as a person. But he's kind of he's over now at this point. Do you, you think so? I, I- I think
2: people like the Titus. Like Corbin has thing. all the
0: tools, but he's not. People don't like Corbin. Like look at the look at the oh, disgust yeah. in your mouth. Look at your face you're making right. <laughs> just mentioning his name, immediately your face goes to that place. Whereas Titus is a happy. You like Titus a lot. I just don't know if he's got the skills necessary. Now, if they turn him into a vicious heel, then that's a whole other ballgame. If they turn him into a Trump esque type thing, where like he's like a businessman who doesn't care what anybody says, makes up his do- own rules, does his own thing. Then that might be something interesting to watch.
1: I like that idea. That's certainly possible.
0: That could be it. Uh, That could be the way they go. We'll see. Um, But definitely, Taz Warwad is breaking up. It it seems pretty (laughs) obvious. (laughs) It does seem pretty obvious at this point, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Although it seemed pretty obvious that the Boston Hug Connection were breaking up a few months ago, (laughs) and look where we're at. So.
0: Look where are we at? Anyway, Seth Rollins. By the way, I do want that boss shirt. I, I keep resisting the it. The boss when, and hug one? No, no, the, no, the 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 boss, the original boss with the blue one with oh. the gold letters. I, was gonna say, I do that like boss that boss and hug one. Is... I'm not doing the boss. I
2: said, that one's ugly. Don't get <laughs> yeah, that shirt. Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting that one. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but I agree, the boss one is cool. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'll see if I ever break down and buy it. Seth Rollins inter- had a inter- you know. Inter- r- s- sorry, yeah, sorry.
2: No I had a Bailey shirt. Ooh, when she was in NXT. Yeah. I've since thrown it away. What? Is that is that kind of that dick?
0: Do you have to throw it away? Did you give it away? Like did you go to Goodwill or did you throw it away? Just it away. Oh, damn. This did not fit anymore, dude. Oh, okay, fair enough. Should I th- is that bad when I throw away shirts instead of giving it, it, it to Goodwill? I it to Goodwill. Like, I do all my wrestling shirts when I stop. I give them to Goodwill. All right,
2: yeah, I guess I should probably do that. Like, my
0: Iron shirt. Chic one that I never wore, the yellow one that made me look fat as hell, I put, gave that to <laughs> Goodwill. But I kept my Santino Morella shirt. I will always keep my Sant. That was a good shirt, that international one, the blue one. That was a good shirt. I almost I like
2: wore I almost wore my Macho Man shirt today. Whoa!
0: But it's all purple. Well, I did you wear it. You are my, wearing it. I, I, I am say. wearing my
2: Macho Man shirt, but I almost wore my other Macho Man shirt that I haven't worn to work yet, Ooh. but it's all purple. Mm, yeah. That makes me look too Barney-esque. Let's just
0: stick with the black macho <laughs> Looking off into the sunset. I will tell you a shirt I saw, and I texted I texted, Einst- I texted uh, Aaron Turner last night. I said I'm gonna get this shirt. Yeah, I saw it on Pro Wrestling Tees, Einsteiner, which. Is oh yeah, Scott- I've seen that shirt. It's great. James
2: Vanderbeek made it. It's a great me, one.
0: Let me tell you something. I'm buying the goddamn shirt. <laughs> that shirt. I I have four. I'm waiting till the 30th of August when they have an all-in 20% off. Sale and I'm gonna buy four wrestling shirts. I already picked them up. Put them in CM Punk shirt, Hogan shirt, the Japan one, the Ichiban one, uh, and uh, and and that that uh, Einstein one. <laughs> Absolutely, it's, Those a, good are it's, all it's, it's a good one.
2: Yeah. And when I say James Vanderbeek made it, I don't mean the actor James Vanderbeek. I mean a guy I follow on Twitter who has the handle James Vanderbeek, which is oh, spelled differently. Shout
0: out to that guy because you designed an <laughs> awesome shirt. I didn't, I didn't think anybody could bring Steiner back in relevance. Einsteiner did it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, Kevin Owens uh, coming out here to answer the challenge from Seth Rollins. Really. Good match I, I was it was pay-per-view level-esque a lot of a uh, lot of uh, fake finishes that but eventually uh it did turn and rollins got the victory here uh they did a whole promo went to commercial they come back owens sitting in the ring for a little while a la batista and then quits uh what is your thought here and and we should talk about the the, the person who sent you an ethereum on yeah, Twitter we'll, we'll get yeah. to him but yeah. yeah before we get to that
2: yeah. one um, yeah you know okay so I really didn't enjoy the first hour of raw I was kind of bored yep. during it yep. I was just kind of like man last week was kind of had a lot of stuff going on I it did the first hour I was really just kind of like mm, this isn't really that good this is when the show really kicked off yep. for me I mean honestly the you know from the promo from Seth, to when Owens came in and his promo was oh was was just it was so good he's like, so great like his promo yeah. was so good like Kevin Owens one of those people on the mic that just is like it, he's Paul Heyman esque in that in my mind where it's like where he has he can literally do whatever he wants yeah. he, he can make the crowd react in whatever way he wants yeah. and and it, it is such a fun thing to watch I mean he came out. When he came out and answered, that crowd, especially because he's from, you know, Canada, yeah. they were pumped. They were – he was getting, like, hometown love. People were cheering for him. He was saying, like, you know, I'm not leaving here without a title. And, you know, everyone was going crazy. Yeah. And then in one second, <laughs> he turned it all around, it beautiful. speaking French-Canadian to the crowd. Yeah. And I read, I read like – um. Uh, I read a translation of what he said, oh, yeah? and it was something along the lines, oh, I should pull it up because I, I it made me laugh
0: so much, because <laughs> it was just
2: so good the way he said I have I can pull it up quickly. He was talking about
0: Montreal, and he was bashing Toronto uh, in that way, and he was talking about how great Montreal, and then he started talking about French. That was incredible.
2: He said, this is what he said. He said, um, oh, so now you're not happy? Just a moment ago you were happy, and now you guys are mad? Well, I don't care because you all paid for my new T-shirt anyway.
1: <laughs>
2: Which I loved. I was like, oh, it's so good. But they were just, man, when he flipped the switch oh, like that, they beautiful. were just raining down booze mm-hmm. on him. And I loved it. I yeah. loved it so much. Uh, the match itself, like you said, pay-per-view quality. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Owens here, similar to how I had said, um, just, just, he, he really, Fet Balor, similar to how I said about Balor yeah. last week, proving that he deserves to be in the main event yeah. scene. I feel the same way about Owens here. Yeah. I mean, there are so many main event players in WWE right now, and they're all kind of lumped in in different areas because the main event title scene is still a little murky. It's yeah. a little confusing still. Um, but, man, there are a line of people that are just like, they need to do something with them. And I was, yeah. I'm was, i real interested in the Owens thing that happened after this match because I wonder what they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, is this a, a break of sorts? You know, I know that Sami Zayn right. said... That he's hoping to be back by WrestleMania, so I mean that's you know, that's not that long away. I have a hard time believing they keep Kevin Owens off of TV until yeah. WrestleMania season, even though he mentioned Sami Zayn and the right. promo was kind Which of a great. bat. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, what do you think they're going to do with
0: him? Uh, it's it's an interesting way. I mean, we know from behind the scenes if you re, if you listen to like Jim Cornette's radio show, uh, his podcast, he talks about the difficulties he had with. With Ko and how Ko likes to do things his way, and this may be something that he—I mean, because it was weird. Though. Nah, this was a hundred. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, okay. No shoot factor whatsoever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatsoever here. Fair this enough. is hundred percent storyline. W- what I'm saying is that they might be using that okay. shit aspect to the storyline, and he may be this disgruntled guy who has issues all the way for a little while, and then they—and then he tries different things. So we go on this journey with Ko, like you said, he is Paul Heyman. That's a perfect Paul Heyman ask. You go with him wherever he takes you because he's so interesting. He's great on the mic. He's great with improv. He's great playing off the fans. He knows exactly what to say and how to build and drop and build and drop through his promos and through his back and forth. So you want to go with him wherever he's going to go. Uh, So whatever they do with him, I'm excited to see. And I know he's going to have – a lot to say on it, because that's his reputation. He likes to have a lot of input with where his storylines go. So we'll see how that plays out. I don't think mentioning Zayn was an accident. No. Nope. Uh, I, I loved how it was nice, because your friend showed up. I didn't have my best friend there. I thought that was great. We've seen this before, wrestlers, bitch, about how the direction. You know, like Romans did this recently with Lesnar. Oh, he's Vince's guy, Vince's boy, that kind of stuff. So to me, I wonder where they're going to take him, but I, I'm excited to see where they're going to take him, because a free agent or a free Kevin Owens is an interesting uh, Kevin Owens.
2: Well, I have a I have a a guess yeah. of what I'm hoping, but why don't you read what this uh, what this person tweeted us? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we want to give him some love too because he he wanted to reach out and tell us uh, his theory on what he thinks. This is from at Wint Winterfell. I think uh, Wintado. I think that's a reference to uh, Game of Thrones. He said, "Yo, I honestly feel yo. Thank you, appreciate that. I honestly feel like Kevin Owens might go to SmackDown and turn babyface." After that, I quit promo on last night's RAW. Tell me what you guys think. P.S. Hope you shout me out on the recap. We just did. You just did. Yeah. Shout and out.
2: I partly agree with him.
0: Okay. So I part.
2: You I think d- he's going to SmackDown? No. Okay. I do not think he's going to SmackDown. I don't see that happening, especially so quickly after the Superstar Shakeup. However, I hope <laughs> that this ah. is the beginning of a Kevin Owens face run. We okay. have not had face Kevin Owens. In his entire WWE run, yeah, NXT, WWE, and he's got five more years left on it. He, he, he's got, you know, he just recently signed a new five-year deal. Mm-hmm. That's to me. If you want to freshen things up, similar to Becky Lynch, you know, you want to you yeah. want to freshen up Becky Lynch. Good point. You finally turn this lifelong face heel. You want to freshen up Kevin Owens. You finally give the crowd what they want. Anti-hero, anti-hero. Kevin Owens, yeah. who's a face that people can cheer for, but he's a badass like Stone Cold. I think if there's anyone in WWE mm-hmm. who can pull off the badass Stone Cold esque anti hero where he's kind of a dick, he is, uh, you know, he's witty on the microphone, but can still kick your ass believably in the ring, I think it's Kevin Owens. I think it yeah. makes perfect sense. And also, it makes. It opens up a, a whole world of opponents that we haven't seen him go up against.
0: Yeah, that's so, a great point you bring up, Ryan.
2: I, I like this idea, too. Oh, man, I love him going and, face is great. And also, since he mentioned Sami Zayn, yeah. I would think, because, you know, the wrestling fan me knows that even when you're a heel, if you're gone for a long time and you come back, you get this huge face oh, reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it would only make sense that maybe he's turning face and that this is leading to when he does turn, Turn face and he comes back, and then when Sammy comes back, yeah. the we you know the 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 face pop for heel won 't be weird yeah. because it's like he 's my friend, and he just wants to back me up we 're right. not bad guys or good guys we 're friends, yeah you know, like and he 's got my back i don 't know I
0: kind of I, I like the idea of that, and you can drag it out over multiple weeks because the fans will be waiting for him to to, to turn back to heel. To Maybe he'll have moments where he has he'll impulses and he stops himself. You know, maybe there's something there where he gets trained by somebody how to be a face, how to be better, how to be good. Like, and he really wants to earn the love back from the fans. And then he could still turn heel like months down the road when he goes... I tried it your way. I tried to do what you wanted, and I still didn't succeed. So I'm just going to be me. Screw all of you. I'm going to be me. And it gets an even more ultra heel turn. I I mean, yeah. it makes sense. I you know. That I idea. think
2: it, 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 it's the thing that makes the most sense out of all yeah, of this. That's a great point.
0: All right, moving on to something that doesn't make sense. The Rock Tag Team Championships with the B team up against the Revival. What a boring-ass match. <laughs> the Revival won, but the crowd was dead. And this is Toronto, son. If the crowd is dead in Toronto, you are doing something wrong. The crowd was dead 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 for this match if i can hear the uh, uh, the uh, the guys from the ring trying to cheer on the crowd to make them chant their names this is a done match and uh revival won, but for what purpose it just re it just uh, it sets them up to play them to be uh, to fight them at the hell in the cell probably going to beat them at hell in the cell but at this point the b team is done man. yeah you know okay so i i
2: don't necessarily agree that it was a bad match because i'll be honest okay. with you I watch it twice. Like I've been telling you, wow. I've been doing sometimes because okay. I because like I'll watch it like half watching it while eating dinner and talking to my girlfriend sure, sure, sure. and playing with my dogs because I've been at work all day. Um, and then I'm like, okay, wait, was it was it that was it as bad as I thought it was? So <laughs> I'll, I'll go back and watch, you know. And yeah. there were a couple things. One, it it was a solid match, but you know what I think the biggest problem with B Team has been. Tell me. And they're working on it. I noticed it in this match, and yeah. it it's the fact that. For years now, both of those wrestlers have not been given the opportunity to give offense, you know? Like, they've yeah. been getting beaten up for so long. That's a good point. That them, you know, actually being allowed offense in a match yeah. almost looks weird. Like, yeah. you're like, wait, those guys don't actually get an offense in a match. Like, right. And I almost think that they have been used as non-offensive players for so long yeah. that... It's almost hard for them to adjust their style in the ring to to do that. You know, like I, you know, it, it's it's not easy to be beaten up all the time. believably. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean. To be fair, I mean Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas have been for the most part used as enhancement talent, you know, right. to get, help get other people over. Yeah, and those people for the most, part, they'll get one or two moves in, but for the most part, they're getting beaten up. Yeah, and it was interesting while I was watching it. You know, they were doing. You know, uh, Axel was kind of doing the kind of the snapmare, and mm-hmm. and he was kind of doing a few other moves, and 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 Bo did the suplex that he's been doing off the ropes a little bit, and right. it, and it was the pieces were there, but it didn't. Feel believable to me for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And, and the revival to me, I mean, those guys click. They're Woo. great wrestlers. I've come around on them. Man. I love the revival. Yeah, the yeah, revival, yeah. I mean, to me, and they're part of the reason why the match, to me, I didn't feel like it was as bad as the, the dead crowd made it sound like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I'll agree with you. That crowd Watching was dead. it, that crowd was dead. Yep. The match felt like it was dead. It was yep. hard for me to pay attention. But when I went back and, like, actually like, tried to watch mm-hmm. it without letting the crowd dictate my opinion, you know, I was like, yeah. you know? And that was just the one thing that st- stuck out at me the whole time was just the fact that. It was almost weird seeing them do offense. Yeah. And I and yeah, so well, I, I think
0: know. that's a great point you bring up because they obviously don't have a lot of experience in doing it. And you could see they were there were some moments where they're missing spots or they're a little slow on the movements. And you can usually that shows the shows wrestlers who either are trying to find the rhythm back again or they're a little rusty or they haven't had a lot of experience hitting those spots. Because you, when you're facing Dawson, uh, Dawson and, and, and Wilder, that's that's a hell of a tag team to go up against. And those guys are well oiled. Oh, yeah. And so it your cracks show when you're facing wrestlers like that. Yeah,
2: you're right. I think yeah. that is why. I noticed it so much yeah. because I mean, the revival are just so on point. And I yeah. will mention, you, so wait, you didn't like revival
0: initially. I, miss, and, and I liked it, but NXT, I didn't okay. like that. I didn't like when they came up, I yeah. thought they didn't do a good job with them. And I'm telling you, Dawson is weird to me. He's got a weird large ass. And it bothers me. I'm not going to say it in a mean way. I don't mean it in a mean way. I'm probably going to get my ass kicked by him one day if, if Ryan ever lets me go cover something live. But, like, uh, he's, got, he's got an old-school 1970s Bruno Sammartino butt. I haven't seen a butt like that in a pair of tights in quite some time. And so I respect the fact that he, it's an homage to that time. But like it just it's just a little weird. So it, with the combo was a little weird for me. But I've come th- their skills it was like when I
2: watched Raw with my girlfriend. She was like <laughs> it was like she was commenting on uh, Dean Ambrose being a Dilf, and then asked, and then like showing me the tweet, being like, "Is this funny?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. It's a really girly tweet about him being a Dilf. Like, I don't know what to tell you." Uh, so, yeah. But I see your uh, you point. Know, I see your that's, point.
0: That's all I'm trying to say. It just seems a little weird to me. And so when I see them together, I'm always just like, oh, "That's I respect that butt. I respect the butt. And so initially, <laughs> I wasn't always the biggest fan of it. I so. respect that butt. <laughs> can,
2: can we talk about, though, how great it was to see Put them? Put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did love how great it was seeing them clink the titles against.
0: Yes. I, I they're turning that. them heel. They're turning them heel. Well,
2: they're already heel. And, I don't and they think they were be ever hardcore face. heel. Yeah, but yeah. They, they were definitely. Going back to where they were before yes. some of the injuries took place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I loved seeing them clink the titles again. I yeah. I would forgotten how cool that looked, yeah. you know. And because the crowd was so silent
0: during the segment, yeah. You can hear how loud it is yeah. when you clink the belts. Uh, so I liked it. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that part. Uh, they'll 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 mow through them and they should. And then this will this will be great because then you'll see other tag teams stepping up to take them on. That'll be fun to see. It's just
2: any time. Maybe
0: even Owens and Zayn as a tag team if they come back face.
2: Yeah. It's just any time. The only thing I fear. Is that anytime you hear a tag team or anyone yeah. talk about how they want to be a wrestler, you know, like giving props to the Road Warriors and, and Arn Anderson, yeah. even though Arn Anderson's backstage, for some reason I go, well, they're losing. Yo. Like Vince, Vince is just like, Vince doesn't like wrestlers. Yeah. You know, Vince doesn't like, he wants sports entertainers. Right, you know, right. and I feel like when you have a, a team that's like, no, we're wrestlers. Vince is like, well, <laughs> you're losing. So, you know, I mean, I, but I don't know. This know? is your angle. Oh, that's son how, of a... That's what I do. I go like, no, don't say that too much. <laughs> don't say that too much. Uh,
0: well, someone who said too much, Elias, and now here stepping in, doing his guitar thing, checking the stool, making sure to the book, all that. Getting interrupted by Trish Stratus. I love that. This, this actually worked for me better than I thought it was going to work. I love Trish to pieces. And whenever she shows up... Look, that lady is... Incredible in her legacy in the WWE, what she became in the WWE from where she started out. How she learned the business, respected the business, gave of herself, got over with the fans. Great heel. Did some of the most uncomfortable storylines with Vince. Oh, uh, yeah. To say the least. Yeah, back when that was okay. Yeah. uh, Supposedly. uh, (laughs) And and all that kind of stuff. You respect. And she is absolutely beautiful, man. I mean, beautiful and successful businesswoman. She looks just as
2: much as she's the same age as she was. If Mickie James can still do
0: it, Trish could, if she wanted to, Trish could absolutely still do it on, on the regular. I was like, man, I wish I didn't age like that. Yeah, dude. Damn, dude. <laughs> she got she's more beautiful now, I think, than when she first started. There's a, something about a woman that comes into her age very powerfully and owns it that you just like you you're in awe of it. And seeing her handle handle him so perfectly, and Elias play it off playing off it as well, playing off it rather as well, was great. The back well, and forth was I, nice.
2: I'm really digging WWE's current push for like badass moms. Yeah. You know, we got we got Trish Stratus coming in, slapping Elias, right. we got uh Bree. Right, and we got Brie Danielson rolling in, slapping the Miz. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm into oh, and and uh, I'm leaving one out. Uh, oh, Brie Bella. That, well, I said Brie Bella, Brie okay. Danielson, but there's one more I'm leaving out. But anyways, I, I yeah. like I like this uh, push for for strong right. moms. I, 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 yeah. I'm real into it. I like even that in the backstage videos they're showing a Brie. She keeps yeah. saying, "Mama's gonna knock you out." I'm super into her new catchphrase being "Mama's gonna knock you out." Big '90s right. fan. Shout out to LL Cool J. <laughs> uh, um, but you know, I, this segment, I, man, Elias. You know, I'm, I'm always hit or miss on Elias, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he <laughs> cracked up when he was when he said that thing about. Like he's not in the sixty-year-old. Oh man, <laughs> that was because as Ooh. you and I just said. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't aged a day. A day you know, day like so. and, and, and when you when she when you say that, it's such a ridiculous thing, and yeah. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I love that she, it was like a don't disrespect yeah. Toronto around Trish Stratus thing. Uh, I do wish though that more had been done to push Trish Stratus versus Alexa. I agree. I, I agree. thought that like the promo didn't really do that. Yeah. Um, it would have made more sense to me. If, you know, there had been a, you know, in the match that happened, if there had been some sort of beat down and yeah, if Trish didn't... came out to save right. the the faces and right. then they had a thing in the ring and Alexa was f- huffing, puffing, or right. even a in-ring thing where, like, Alexa was doing a promo talking crap. I, honestly, that role should have been, the Elias role should have been filmed by Alexa
0: by Alexa. That's fair. That's fair. I, yeah, I, I would, thought she was going to do the slap, then the kick, and the nuts, and then do uh, the faction. I thought she was going to do something like that to kind of put him away and show she's there. And, and Elias, I bet, would have loved to put her over like that. Totally. No problem there. Uh, Rhonda, come, getting Rhonda's music was great for the fans. I, I can't. I can't I, yeah, she, you Rhonda's music is great with the fans. She's a sweetheart. I know she is. The, the smile of hers... I, I like the angry Ronda, I'll be honest with you. That smile sometimes doesn't radiate believ- believably to me. But the fans love her. She's over. Come down the ring. I hated they didn't have her beat up Elias. I thought that was going to happen. Me she too. was going to whip him around, do whatever. All it did was set up the fact that they, they brought out Natalia, which was nice, and they set all that up. But then Alicia Fox comes out. Alexa Bliss, once again, owns the mic. She's great on the mic. Now, from where she had been when she started, she has gotten so much better, and she owns oh, yeah. the back and forths. Nobody. I, I, don't, I don't know if there's anybody in the women's division that can go toe to toe with Alexa on the mic. It's so fantastic. Uh, and then, of course, it sets up the match with Alicia Fox. I mean, Alicia they didn't even play Alicia's music. No, that's, you know, get it the was, music treatment anymore. Yeah, no, it was all bliss. And uh, they went to the fight, the, the fight and Alicia ended up tapping out to to Natalia. And, and I don't know. I, I, it seemed a bit. Like, okay, I get it all. Mickey James being introduced was nice with the old rivalry there. Um, but what did it accomplish it's in just, the long yeah, run, that's right? That's how I felt about it. Yeah, yeah. it's like I got it. I, the pieces made sense.
2: But I just was like, ah, did that really hype Evolution that yeah. much? I, I don't know if I necessarily felt like it did. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that was my main thing about it. It's funny you mentioned the smiling thing because um, it seems like that's a big Vince note. Is the smiling thing really well because I was listening to uh, shout out to Lynn Garcia's podcast, she's been killing it lately. But I was listening to her interview with Bobby Roode this week, mm-hmm. and she was talking to him and she was like, You know, yeah, the, the heel turn, you know, or the face turn, sorry, like turning becoming a face on the yeah. main roster, like you know, who was who's who's idea, you know, who, who made that call, yeah. And he was like, It was literally one person <laughs> who thought that I should be a face on the main roster, <laughs> one person and that was Vince McMahon. Yeah. And he was like and I kind of, you know, I said yes obviously and I've been trying to work with it but you know, I tried to work with it but you know, I got a lot of notes of like you got to smile more. You got to smile more. You got to be a baby face. Got to smile more. And so I'm guessing it's a similar note to Ronda that like no, baby face smile. You have to smile when you go out to the ring. You know what to be honest with you? I kind of agree on the smile factor. Do you? I I I don't think she should smile when she comes out to fight. When she comes out to you know, really? when she comes out to like fight or wrestle or whatever, for a match, yeah, I don't think she should be smiling. I don't think that she should be doing the cup in the ear or anything like that. <laughs> you know, like I don't think she should be smiling. I think that she should be serious, Ronda, who's really like beats mass. Yeah. know he
1: rarely smiled.
0: No, well, I, but I mean, he did the, he, he, yeah, he did sh- that. But he never, like, even in his promos, he was like, let me tell you something, brother. He wasn't like, let me tell you something, brother. It was it was a different situation. Didn't citrus.
2: he kind of like, no, didn't he kind of like go to the, the crowd and he was like shaking hands and kind of like slapping fives yeah.
0: and stuff? No? He would occasionally step five but it wasn't his thing. No. Because the crowd touched him. That's what it was. Okay, the yeah. The crowd okay. came to him. Yeah, you're right. He you're right. He was one of those guys that didn't have to. Like, Bailey does that, and it works for Bailey. Yeah. But Hogan never had to.
2: Yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah, you'd see the picture and they're all swarming him and kind of touching right, him. Right. Michael Jackson Cena status. smiles. Cena yeah. smiles,
0: right? That's that's a whole other thing, yeah. But I, I don't. I think there are some people you just want to uh enjoy watching, and I think Ronda doesn't need to smile. I think Ronda's fine just being her. I think so. that because of that public perception that she's a bitch to
2: people. because oh. I, I don't feel that way. Obviously, oh, really? I love Ronda. I, around I didn't know that. That's but a... that's always been the like. Well, you know, remember when she got beat up or when she lost the fight, and then it was like the first fight with Holly. Yeah, and oh, then and it then was she like went she, off and then she went own. off, and then like yeah. we were, like she's. Stuck up, and everyone kind of had this perception that she was a bitch, you know. And like, she didn't do the press conference, she was doing the press conference, she didn't want to talk about it. She was like, 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 Oh, she's a co-fighting, and all that kind of stuff. So, I do think there's this public perception out there, and I do think the her coming out smiling and being this confident, smiley person who's also kicking I kind of think it helps to fix that a little bit and make her seem like a like a
0: someone you can someone you can uh, relate with that's fair but i think it's confusing when you have her like go nuts and and slam angle and slam alexa and then all of a sudden she's all smiles like it's just it's a weird confusing thing which which way is the face route so yeah i get that i get that we'll see how it goes uh speaking of smiling uh uh, bobby lashley in a handicap match two on one took care of the ascension by himself why i mean it must be a great paycheck it must because like you're just like you're now you're even jobbing in handicap matches to one dude like at least the revival is getting a, somewhat of a push. What's the ins- what's the ascension going to do? i so, so
2: bad for the ascension. I while would watching go this.
0: I would go look. Just send me back to NXT, please.
2: Yeah, you know what? Honestly, while I was watching, I was thinking the same thing. I was yeah. like, these guys have been so severely damaged. Yeah, they, you know, I just, and especially when you see. I know that you watched Southpaw wrestling, yeah. Southpaw regional wrestling, because yeah. I saw you got Perry that do it for doing, do shirt. it for doing, uh, and when so she walked by me in the office wearing that shirt, and I said. You do. There's no way you watched South Paw Regional Wrestling, <laughs> and she was like, "No, Rohu got me the, for, the got this for me." I was like, her, "Oh, that's name Dewey." Yeah, yeah no, no, it made sense when she told me that, but I was like, <laughs> "But it's weird in your office place to see someone who you know doesn't watch wrestling wearing a South Paw Regional Wrestling shirt." You're like, "Wait."
1: What like
2: that? I I was I was praying that she watched it. I was like, a piece of me was like, oh, I hope Harry liked Southpaw. Like that'd be so cool. Um, but any, honestly, I feel like she would like. Yeah, it if she oh, I think it. she'd.
0: Wa- I think she would totally come to a wrestling event and have a great.
2: Time. I think she would too. Yeah. And I, I think she if she actually watched Southpaw. She'd enjoy it. Too. Oh, probably I, she, yeah. some of the stuff I've seen that she enjoys because Southpaw was such a funny thing. Yeah. Um, I got sidetracked there. What were we?
0: Gin, uh, Bobby Bobby Lashley Sorry. and essentially uh,
2: when we're in in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. When they showed uh, the dude's attitude, yeah. the, the Ascension in there, they were so funny. Yeah. They were so entertaining, and they weren't in face paint. They were just funny dudes. And then they, that translated uh, to the Fashion Files, when they were in the Fashion right. Files, and they were doing those, and they were part of all that, and they were funny. And then, like, nothing has happened with them since. Like, nothing. And I just – I'm I, I, I'm in complete agreement with you yeah. that they just – honestly, they should go back to NXT, and and they would be best served. And I know that there's a lot of teams that – they might not matched the the current indie vibe oh, yeah, of no, of n x t but I could see them getting. You know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing them against Authors uh, of Pain. I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing them. Against,
0: I wouldn't mind them being taken seriously. If Lars Sullivan and Authors of Pain can function in NXT right now, then why wouldn't the Ascension? It makes sense. Maybe they might not go for the titles, but they'll be in the mix. I mean, the colones. The colones are getting <laughs> a title shot, or are getting at least
2: in a, in the title contention world. <sighs> Their first match back on SmackDown tonight, which I thought yeah. was kind of funny that everyone was complaining about Charlotte coming back from injury and yeah. getting a title opportunity. And then the 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 clones do it, and no one cares. Yeah, no one's like but, but anyways, uh, if they're getting a shot, I feel like the yeah. ascension should be taken a little bit more seriously. And this just, man, yeah, this just was like if you
0: ever thought the ascension were going to get a chance again, this really <laughs> shut down those feelings. No, and this isn't like when Becky was losing for a while there on SmackDown. She was still giving good matches. She was just losing these hard luck ways. And eventually the worm turned, and now she's she, and she was winning all these matches, got to SummerSlam, and now she's here, which is great. But like it wasn't the way it was. It, this isn't the same thing. This is like such destruction, and it's it's almost insulting, and it's, you, feel <laughs> no, I, you feel bad for them. You feel bad for you. Yeah. Like who hates them at Creative? <laughs> And, like, how rock solid is their deal that they can't get out of it and go thought, someplace else?
2: I felt the same. I'm glad right? that we were on the same page yeah. here because, like, and I'm not normally so not one. not bad wrestlers, those guys. And I'm not normally one to be like, oh, they're getting buried or they right, should right. try and leave. Because, look, they're getting a paycheck. They're probably very happy. Sure. Be, I know they've got families or whatever. So, look, more power to you. I'm not saying you should be quitting your job. But I felt the same while I was just like, this is the best they could come up with for the Ascension. To, like, like yeah. I, it would have been best to not use the ascension that night and yeah. at least let them gain some credibility. Cause that was I mean, Connor is the same size as Lashley. Yeah. Like Connor is not that much smaller than Lashley. Connor is
0: a big dude. Yeah. Connor's a posing dude who I would never in a million years want to get in a fight with. Exactly. And that's the frustrating thing about it, because you see that you have to believe that they somehow can be destroyed by Bobby Lashley and then where they go from. it. I think sometimes, Ryan, I know Ryan has got to run through these next, but sometimes, brother, I think you have to take that risk to be fired in the WWE because you got to get yourself respected. Look, Cody hated where his direction was going with his stuff, and he left, and that happens, like, Wrestlers hit that wall and sometimes they got to push. Look, yeah, this, like with KO and Cornette, I mentioned that earlier. Cornette talks all kinds of shit about KO. But KO was right about himself, wasn't he? Yep. Sometimes you have to believe in yourself more than other people believe in you. Jericho talks about all the time how Flair buried him at WCW because they didn't believe it. Austin talks about all the time how they they didn't understand what to do with him in WCW. He pushed, pushed, and pushed until they got out. Sometimes you got to know what you've got on the table so you can push for the respect you deserve or you need or you want, and some guys don't have that impulse in them necessarily for whatever reason, and they end up in a situation like this and can't get out of it, you know? Imagine
2: if there's a new Stone Cold just sitting in Victor. Yeah. Like Victor...
0: <laughs> has you them, never, you know. never know. I, yeah, you never know. This is or not how you're going to find it. Yeah. Or a new edge in the other. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly possible. You're not going to
2: find it by having them job to actually. Exactly. As long as you
0: got to push to get fired sometimes because maybe it's the best move. Uh, Dean Ambrose taking on Jinder Mahal. I don't know. Some, speaking of someone who might be getting pushed to the side of gender, it just. I guess they're just running this gimmick out for a while and then whatever they're going to do with Jinder. I, I lo- like I said, I'm a big fan of Jinder Mahal. Uh, Booker T. and Brad Gilmore over there, they talk to me all the time about how much he respects the business, how hard he works and how good he is at the training centers with everyone, so I got a lot of love for Jinder, Uh, they're doing what they can with him here, it's it's a terrible gimmick and uh, uh, Ambrose I don't know, Ambrose looked a bit rusty in this match, I didn't, I I wanted a little more action, a little more charm, but this vibe with Dean that this is the reason why he wasn't, he started getting uh, losing credibility or losing traction with the fans it all came back in this match, what did you think?
2: Well, I, I mean... It it was reminiscent of Dean before he left. It wasn't so much like last week where it felt like different Dean. Yeah,
0: last week a different Dean, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, so I agree with you in that aspect. Although, you know, I like to get the outside perspective a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to get the perspective of my girlfriend, not outside necessarily, but someone who's not the, necessarily the hardcore fan. So yeah. like my girlfriend, my dad, even though my dad watches every week. But like, you know, he's not necessarily uh, tweeting about his, right. his takes and stuff like that. And uh, But my girlfriend, you know, she was actually the opposite this week. She was like, man... Dean Ambrose is like legit this week. Like okay. he seems, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe because I'm on your That's side fair. here. I, I, oh yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I'm kind of. I, I wasn't super into this match. Yeah. Uh, just I just kind of felt like the two weren't clicking at all. It wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily something that blew me away or anything like that. Especially after uh, Owens and and Seth yeah. Rollins, it was kind of you know the the matches that followed didn't <laughs> weren't necessarily on par with that. So it was kind yeah. of a letdown. Um. One thing I was wondering with you, you know, I was talking to Jamie, my co-host on Wrestling Sheet Radio, yep. who were texting during the show, and he really didn't like the backstage promo with yep. Dean Ambrose. He felt like it was too goofy. Were you on the same page? Yes,
0: really, because because, because this is a man who was a great heel, and now you're having doing this stuff that's reminiscent of 3MB. And I'm like, what are you doing with? Do you just want to bury him all? I mean, I, okay, let's stop it there. But you just want to push him all the way back down where he's just a joke again, and the whole, like, what do you see? Oh, I see myself kicking you in the mouth, and blah, blah, blah. Like. He's still playing the the rollout well in these promos. But, yeah, it's goofy, and uh, it didn't help anything. It didn't promote Dean in any way, in a positive way. And I, and I don't know where they're going to go with this in the long run, because once, once they make a, an overall decision about what direction they want to take gender, this is going to, like... I don't know if this is going to lose. If they keep doing this route, I think he's going to lose traction with the fans big time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I,
2: mean, he, I mean, he's already yeah. he has
0: trouble. Yeah. He's definitely losing credibility yeah. in the
2: eyes of the people that he had credibility yeah. with. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, was Dean a guy Ambrose who beat Randy
0: Orton. This is a guy who beat Randy Orton. He can't beat Dean Ambrose in a quick match.
2: And like real quick match. Yeah. Um, and, but Jamie was actually more angry about Dean being goofy. Like he felt Dean was too goofy in this. And I didn't agree with him in that sense. Uh, I didn't yeah. feel like he was. I kind of felt like he was still serious. I liked it. Yeah. Um, there was one thing i noticed though cuz i think everyone wants dean to turn heel right. i think that's like what everyone's hoping it's all there and it's it's we've been getting little hints of it and i think we got a real subtle one last night when they just had, like, a, um, a quick backstage shot of Dean and Seth. Yep. And as soon they, as Rollins left France. Yeah, you yep. saw that, too. Okay, so it wasn't just yeah. me. Yep. Like, they did that fist bump. Yeah. And then right when like they did a fist bump, and Seth turned, and Dean did, like, a little, like, side-eye. Like, he wasn't feeling the fist yeah. bump. Like, it wasn't, like, legit. And I liked that. I'm hoping that they're going somewhere with that. I'm hoping. I'm praying. Yeah. WWE, please, please <laughs> go through with that because... It was nice. It was a nice
0: little subtle hint there. I think it's absolutely happening. I, you know, if Rollins has a belt and and Reigns has a belt and he doesn't, and bro, that you can play the jealousy angle so well as a heel. It's, it's got to happen. It's, sh- it's got to
2: happen. A showdown.
0: Oh yeah. It, it, super
2: showdown. They lose. Dean turns on on the or or even if they win, yeah. Dean turns on the Shield. And then he's mad that Seth, like you said, like yeah. Seth and Rowan both have titles. He doesn't. Yeah. And that, you know, no one cared about him while he was injured right, or whatever. Exactly.
0: It's, it's, it's easily done. I really hope that's what they're going You about. guys flourished while I was on the sideline. I helped both of you. Did it, You guys didn't call me. You guys didn't come visit me. Like, I, you, I
2: was the leader of the Shield. I, yeah, I was le- I, exactly. not the leader. You're the architect. You're the big dog. But I was the leader that's of right. the Shield, and you guys left me. That's right. That's to, do, to do bachelorette podcasts with my <laughs>
0: yeah, wife while I'm injured. Yeah. and You could even throw in Renee in this. That would be brilliant to him being more of a hill with Renee even. Uh, speaking of someone who turned hill last night, Braun Strowman. Oh, my God. He got into this tag match with Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, of course, uh, with Roman Reigns as well. Uh, good, a decent match back and forth. Got, got it going. Uh, I thought McIntyre looked fantastic. But his reaction When Reigns tagged in, Strowman was great. That's how you know that a guy or a lady in this wrestling business has figured it out. And when he was half scared but also half willing to jump into the fray with Strowman, that's when you know a wrestler's face. Great looks on his face. You're like, okay, this works. This is going to be great. And then Strowman comes in allows uh, Ziggler and uh, 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 McIntyre to destroy Reigns. And then he came in and said, I told you I'm not done with you. It did all the things that he did there. And there, Ambrose couldn't do anything. Reigns couldn't do anything. And it was destruction. But this concern, I liked it. But then in the end, it concerned me, Ryan, because I'm like, so is the family not getting back together? Is the Wyatt family not? Is this going to be the threesome versus the shield? That's the vibe I get. It doesn't
2: seem like we're getting a Wyatt family reunion now. It seems like this is where they're going with it. And, you know, I liked it. Uh, just yep. like you, I love the the cautious Dean yeah. Drew McIntyre where he was, like, looking like, can I? Can it's I? Okay. And, and Braun would give, like, a, a shake of his head, and you would like, okay, and then he would do it. <laughs> Thought that was great. Great visual. Um, you know, I noticed a lot of anger after the show and today's shocking um, from wrestling oh. fans on Twitter who feel like this was a heel turn for Braun because he Absolutely. aligned... Do you think it was a heel turn? Absolutely heel turn. See, I didn't get that vibe from this.
0: He went with the heels. How can it not be a heel turn? Well, but to be
2: fair, the faces ganged up on him last week. They did. And it's not like he, we looked at it last week. Mm -hmm. We said it wasn't a heel turn for the Shield. Right. So I feel like it's not necessarily a heel turn for Braun either when he's Mm -hmm. Technically, they did a shitty thing to him last week. Yeah. He didn't really deserve that. He was trying his best to, you know, give a heads up, be as fair as possible with the money in the bank thing. Right. Um, and I know people are going to say, well, that's just like Becky Lynch. But Becky Lynch hugged her good friend and then punched her yeah, in the face. Yeah. This was definitely Braun being like, no, you screwed me last week. Now I'm screwing you. So, I, I yes, he aligned with the heels. Yeah. Yes, he did align with the heels. But I just – I didn't get the vibe of a heel turn. Even on commentary, they were saying, like, they were trying to drive home the fact that, like, this was payback for last week. This was payback because the shield reformed and got him last week. So, I don't know. I didn't necessarily feel like it was a heel heel turn just because he worked with some heels for once. Because, to be honest – He's been this monster who mm-hmm. is very much a tweener the whole time. Yes. He's never once been like a clear-cut
0: face. Yeah, so I, I don't think that. him
2: beating up the shield makes him a heel.
0: Here's, and I, I take all your points. I think they're very good points, Ryan. Uh, the only thing I would push back and say is the difference is that his friends are the shield. He doesn't know McIntyre and Ziggler as his friends. That's why friends coming down to help Reigns feels more a little bit more face, and you could have, be a little more uh, okay with that than you can him joining two strangers who are heels and him using them to destroy the shield. That seems a bit weird. So that's why it feels like a heel turn. I think it would be different if the Wyatt family came in and helped him. That would be a whole other ballgame. True, because be my boy Yeah, we, are, you we don't own, know which way history. to go. Exactly. You don't know which way to go. But also, you got to look at the fact, without Lesnar, they don't have a main heel, and Str- and Strowman fits that for now. And like you said, he's a tweener. He can easily turn face, no problem, because the fans love him. Whichever direction he goes, true, the fans love him. True. you like Stone Cold. Stone Cold could be face or heel all the time. Nobody cared. They went with him, even when he was doing the what shit, when he was leaving. The invasion. True. He was still over with the fans in a positive way. Yeah, I
2: think you're right in that sense. That they they definitely because they have never given us a clear cut definition of whether he's a heel or a face. Yeah, you know he does switch back and forth uh, where he's needed. It yes. seems like yes. So yeah, I, 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 that makes sense. It's just kind of like letting you know, like, hey, we want you to cheer for Roman Reigns in this instance. That's
0: I think that's the number one thing. Yeah. And dude, I, at some point, I know we got to wrap up, but at some point. You, got, you can't keep protecting him. At some point, you can't keep making everyone else sacrifice so you can trick the fans on a five-year plan to finally cheer for Roman. You know what sucks? It, is, bo- it's so frustrating. Is there was
2: a good... And I like Roman, by the way. There was a good four or five months. There was a good stretch of time leading to the WrestleMania prize, the, the WrestleMania when he wrestled Undertaker. Yes. Um well no you probably don't know this part but okay. but there was a good stretch of time when when Roman was going to face Undertaker at WrestleMania. What WrestleMania was that? That was uh, a couple years ago. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about when they when they the hat in the ring and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, the initial plan and the plan they were going into WrestleMania for a few months and it got changed obviously the last minute cuz I think they thought he was going to retire. Right? Right. So they they, they changed plans. And that's why it was kind of that unopened, like, you know, left open, whether he's retired or not thing, right. which he wasn't. But um, the initial plan was going to be to have Roman actually turn heel. Was going to be, he was going to lose and then he was going to literally destroy, destroy, destroy the Undertaker. Okay. He was going to take a chair to the Undertaker and he was just going to go to town wow. and just be relentless and then the next night on Raw, cement heel turn. Heel Roman Reigns gotcha. and then it all got switched around. I think that's I forget exactly who ended up showing up on Raw the next time. But yeah, things all messed mm-hmm. around. So there was a point when Vince was behind the Roman heel turn. So right. less, I don't think John Cena's ever had it in the, in the works.
0: He, he started out as a heel and then became a face. Since he's become the face right, of the company, right. I don't think
2: it's ever no. been in the works. No uh, Roman, there was a point in time where it was in the works, but I don't see it happening anytime again soon.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the frustrating part of it all because they worked so hard to make him a face and make him over with the fans. But the thing is, at the end of the day... I think no matter how hard they try, it's not going to one hundred percent work. It's what? been working I mean, I
2: slowly. See that, I saw that story, and I don't, you know, I don't yeah. know if it's one hundred percent accurate, but I saw the story that he's the number one merch seller now. So I mean, hmm. there what? is an argument
0: to be made. I don't know. Okay, I do like Roman Empire. That's a great. That's a great game. <laughs> it is. I'm not gonna it lie. To that. That's always. It's got good connotation to it. All right. Well, that's our uh, uh, Collider Body Slam Raw recap. Uh, let us know what you thought about what happened on Raw in the comments section below. Uh, do, do you agree with our takes on it? What do you think is going to happen with Strowman? Is he aligning himself with McIntyre now? Uh, and the Ziggler? What do you think about the women's division? What's happening there? Do you think Trish Stratus will, will get the victory over Alexa, or will Alexa win this thing? I don't know. Actually, it could go either way. It's a lot of fun. Uh, what do you think they're doing with Lashley? The Ascension, Revival, all this stuff. The B is the B team done? Do you agree with us? Is the B team done? They are all those things. All those things to talk about uh, there. And is Constable Corbin should he be fired? And what is going to happen? Happen with Angle? Is this a real thing? And they do this sometimes where they bring Bischoff on and he's gone for the rest of the time. Is he gone? Are they going to slide Hogan in? Is it going to be Corbin? Like, what are they going to do here? Oh,
2: God. I don't even... Oh, my God. I didn't yes. even think about the Hogan thing. Oh, my God. Stop. Rule. Just stop before I go on. Our... Oh. Rules
0: and bones are meant to be broken. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
2: man. There's only one man who can stop the constable, brother, and that's Hulk Hogan. That's Hulk
0: Hogan, brother. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we might have lost Ryan. Ryan, do you want to tell everybody where to subscribe and like that, Please. Uh,
2: yeah, if you're here on YouTube, please go check out the audio feed. It's an iTunes podcast one. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio. We got a bunch of stuff going on in there. Uh, Aaron Turner's new show is very soon. It's it, it's let's it's, go. I got him a co-host. I got Good. him. I got him. Uh, we're, we're 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 working on. it. We're almost there with go. Aaron Turner's show where he's going to be covering uh, indie wrestling and all that kind of stuff. I'm hoping. He's hoping to maybe have, like, an all-in reaction show be the first one. I- I'm hoping that's the case. We'll see. We're working on it. Right on. Um, but, yeah, go check out the Wrestling Sheet radio feed. If you're listening to the audio, please go check us out on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. Uh, we've been doing the, the these recap shows on video. Same for Wrestling Sheet radio. Same for other news hits. I recently did a video this week on the top five people I want to see Neville wrestle on the indies now that he is, you know, no longer employed by WWE. Right. Um, and, and there's a bunch of stuff going on there. And also, while you're on our YouTube channel, make sure you check out the other stuff that is doing on YouTube. Uh, they got Collider Sports, Collider Games, Collider Quick Hits, Collider Everything. I mean, there's there's honestly so much cool stuff on there. Collider Live is three days a week. It cracks me up. I've been watching every day. They were talking about <laughs> partying in the office today, and I learned oh, a no. lot about people. Oh, uh, so I really have been learning a lot of my coworkers via Collider Live. So uh, please go check that out. Also, there's a snowdown coming up, right? There the is live one?
0: On, uh, oh, September. the live one, yeah. September 8th, uh, Dan Merle and I. The greatest of all time, the dangerous one, Dan and the Outlaw coming together, taking on Stacy Howard and Winston in that tag team match. Uh, we're gonna open the the uh, paper. We're gonna pull, open the live show there. Then it's Mara Nopic versus Jason Inman for the Intergeekdom Championship. It's a Horseman night, but good challenges on both sides. We're gonna see what happens. No one is taking anyone lightly. It's gonna be awesome. There's only a few tickets left, so you have gotta go to El Portel Theater, September eighth, seven p.m. Over there in North Hollywood, get your tickets. They're running out. Don't think you're going to show up a day of and get a ticket. We have sold out the last two, so you got to get there early, uh, uh, get it on the line. And it's I think it's smodownlive.com Do that. And this Friday, I take on Ben Bateman. Son, you're going down. That's all <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you, young lion. Uh, yeah,
2: I went to the last live show. It's awesome. It's a yeah. super fun experience. For those of you that watch watched Schmodown or listened to it, I highly recommend it. It's just basically pro-wrestling promos, characters, but instead of actually wrestling, they do trivia instead. Yeah. It's very, very fun. I, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, also, follow the show on social media. It's at Wrestling Sheet on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, I'm at Ryan Satin on all of those as well. Uh, and Roca work, can people find you at? Yeah,
0: you can find me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Uh, love doing this with you, Ryan. Thanks again for, uh, for doing it this week. And we'll see you tomorrow for a Collider Body Slam Smackdown recap, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. ProWrestlingSheet.com
1: Wrestling Sheet.com. Napa know how.